Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm your host, Rachel Driscoll. <laughs> it said other host on there. <laughs> wasn't even That's waiting. what threw me off. I know. Well, no, you said it correctly. No, I that didn't. Would have worked. It would have maybe. You had like a half I... a half step of like I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the? And, and I'm, I'm your other. Wait. Yeah. And, and I am mm. one of your... Wait, and I and I'm, am... And I'm your other host. And I'm your... This is, this is not as hard as this. <laughs> I'm your other host. All of my personalities are your other hosts. Oh my gosh, okay. Ooh, I'm a capital H host. <laughs> Stop! You're making me laugh more. Okay. All right. Let's clear a palette with some Red Bull. Yeah, seriously. And by we, I mean you. Dang it, I keep spilling it on myself. <laughs> by we, I mean all of my personalities. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Driscoll. And I'm your other host, John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way into the sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. One day the stars aligned and we became friends. We both agreed the industry was a hard one to be in and having friendships with each other was the very best way to not feel alone in this amazing but sometimes really hard work that we do. So we, loving to hang out with others who understand our journeys, started a monthly happy hour for local photographers. Then, realizing we could create an even larger community, decided to join forces and teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the light and dark workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face to face, we realized that we would have the ability to have a greater impact by hosting a podcast. And here we are today. So if you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee or a Red Bull and buckle up because it's, it's about, about to get, get real. We live. What's up? Hey, everyone. Hi. This is going to be a quick one. Yeah. We've got quick, like 20 minutes. Yeah. Quick little podcast. Um, today, we are talking about presets. Oh, right. Okay. So. And what's going on? <laughs> I got no, really excited about that's the not, That's not where I meant to go. Okay. Um, okay. So this topic got brought up because we had um, someone message us. There it is. I don't know why it's making that noise. Do you hear that noise? That is construction outside. No, no. The whirring? The yeah, whirring? Yeah, there was, there was some... It was on the computer for a second. Oh, okay. It's fine. See, it's gone now. I'm not crazy. Yeah, that's that's the dudes with the excavator out there. It was not an excavator. No excavator sounds like. <laughs> yes, yeah. Our, our toddlers are... <laughs> they make us well aware of what Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think my computer was sitting against my external hard drive. Oh, maybe. Okay, so we got this um, message from Leah Black Photography, um, which I've known her for years and years. We used to 
I, anyways, a whole long thing. But hey, now she I don't is, know Leah, but I, I like this question. <laughs> but now she is getting into photography, and um, I've been kind of talking to her. She doesn't live here anymore. Um, but so she sent me a message on Instagram, and I'm just going to read over the, you know, important parts for this. Um, so... She said, I would love to hear more, or she said, maybe a new podcast topic. I would love to hear more about style development. She asked if I use Mastin um, presets, which I don't, and I went into that later on when we were talking, but um, then she said, what I like about their presets is that a lot of them feel like they are classic and they are classic and timeless. I don't know if it's just the trendy thing right now, if it's my style, but I would say I am drawn to earth tones, slightly muted colors, not dull though, and too dark, but I also appreciate warmth and a golden tone. I've tried all types of packs from um, Mastin. Um, I have the Fuji Kodak Everyday Portrait and Portra pushed. I like them, but I still feel like they may not be... I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they may not be what I'm looking for. I've been eyeing Phil Chester presets, and one that just came to my attention are small, S-M-A-L, presets and Ringo. I am feeling at a loss as I feel that we invest so much into these things that we are not 100% sure if we really like. Do you have any experience or advice when it comes to presets? So we thought we'd do a quick little podcast on presets. Our thoughts on presets. There we go. Um, I was like, I'm not in the video. <laughs> um, our thoughts on presets. What we, um, you know, have messed around with. Uh, anyways, so. And some tips on if you're going to be using presets. Correct. Um, what you need to be doing in camera and what you need to be doing with your editing. Um, yeah. To make them work. Because presets are awesome. They're they are. like yeah. such a great tool to use. Yeah. Um, I did not use any presets until just, re I actually created my own um, mm, until um, this summer I found the Veil presets. Um, and those are the ones that I actually use. Um, and I just fell in love. I like, I was like, well, I've never bought presets before. I don't know if they're going to work for me, but I feel like that may um, like help with editing, get because even when I created my own preset, I was constantly tweaking things to try to find exactly what I was looking for. I was like, I'll try it out, and um, and I loved the test one, so I was like, okay, I'll buy them, um, and um, I love them. So, um, but I personally, um, I don't just use the preset straight and then I'm done with it. Um, I I tweak, I've tweaked the preset that I like of theirs the most, and I use that on everything, and then I'm still tweaking. 90% of every image. Um, yeah. So I think that's one thing that um, we were talking about that most people, when they purchase presets, they think it's just like a one click and then they're done. I was totally that person. Yeah. When I got my first preset, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm not going to have to edit anything anymore. I just hit this and then it's going to look like it's ready for a magazine. Right. And then I did it and it didn't look good. And, and it was, I was frustrating. Like, oh, this is like, I still have to use, move stuff. the sliders and stuff. Um, and it was, yeah, it was kind of frustrating. But, um, but pre presets are kind of... Uh, Kind of like a good way to get you a couple steps forward. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're looking for like rich tones and stuff like that mm -hmm. using, you know, tone curve and, uh, and you know, all those different yeah. kind of deeper um, edits. It kind of gives you a good baseline and then you can tweak. Yes. So that's kind of how I feel about them as well is that they are a good tool to use, um, to help in my workflow, but they are not going to be my final, um, usually every once in a while mm. I'll get lucky and I'll have an image that I like click on. And I'm like, well, yeah. 
that's done. Um, but that's rare. Yeah. So and, and when you get that, you're like, okay, I need to study like exactly what was did I, I do? Was yeah. I underexposed half a stop? What is this? Yes. And, yeah. and I think a lot of it also has to do with the um, just your surroundings, the lighting situation, mm-hmm. the, you know, is it at golden hour? Is it in the middle of the day? Is it, you know, all of those things come into play because if it's golden hour, then it's already adding warmth. Is your preset adding warmth? And then maybe right. it's too much warmth. Yep. Or if it's in the middle of the day, like is your preset adding too much exposure or taking away too much exposure? Like there's all of those things. And so every lighting situation and just like shooting situation, especially for a wedding photographer, is so different every wedding day. So I just don't feel like you can say like, oh, I'm going to get this preset and it's going to be perfect for every image. That's just, yeah. that's just not realistic. So yeah. Yeah. It might be great for the, you know, outdoor portrait area. Um, but then it doesn't work for the outdoor ceremony or yeah. it doesn't work for or the, the reception yeah. or, um, which is why a lot of these preset packages have like several, 10 different presets mm-hmm. um, that you can kind of figure out which ones work best for different settings. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I also didn't buy any presets for a long time. Um, I created a couple, uh, which were more of just kind of setting that baseline of what I edit on every single photo. Right. Um, and now whenever I import my photos into Lightroom, I import them with my mm-hmm. baseline preset. So as they get imported into Lightroom, they're they're getting that preset applied to it. So most of the time, like some of those, I don't even have to touch. I might do a little cropping or straightening, but, uh, but then I still go in there and like, you know, move the exposure slider a little bit, maybe some contrast, whatever I need to do to make it look to match my style. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same thing that you have to do with any presets, wherever Mm -hmm. you're buying them. Um, you you still have to move those sliders just a little bit to match what you're looking for. Yeah. And I would say also for the longest time I didn't buy presets because we <laughs> really nice. Because I thought that maybe um if I bought presets then I wasn't a true professional because I was using somebody else's editing technique mm-hmm. or whatever. Um Yeah, and I also didn't want to copy anyone. Totally. So I was like, that's their style, that's right. their look. Like, sure. I want my photos to look like theirs because right. that would be, be great. But I want amazing. them to be mine. But I want yeah. them to be I mine. I want to figure it out on my own mm-hmm. kind of thing. So um, to that, I would also say um, if you think – if you're going to be able to get something that is going to make your workflow easier and um, work within your style already, like – why not? Um, I want to support other people who have taken the time to like dissect all of these things. I used Veil and I was like, that's the look that I've been looking for. And my my work, I don't feel like looks like everybody else's. Like it's still my work. I'm still tweaking things to make it my own. So you can still make it your own off of those, off of that preset. Because a lot of people are just doing like the baseline stuff that I did before. Like I, mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing that too. So who cares? Um, I feel like it makes my workflow faster and it gets me to the end goal, which is a finalized product that I'm proud of and that um, represents my brand um, faster. So um, I see it as a good tool and um, I will stand by my presets. Yes. Yeah. Because when you're viewing it as a tool to help you um, 
you know, just cut down your workflow yeah. where you're not spending hours and hours and hours at your computer editing every single image and then, you know, maybe copying, pasting those settings. But, um, you know, it's almost like delegating, like, uh, you know, you can delegate your edits mm -hmm. to send them out and mm -hmm. have someone else do it, which is great because then you have all that time that you were spending editing. Now you can spend it making more money Absolutely. Um, to pay for those edits and it's the same thing with presets is you're pretty much like delegating mm -hmm. this preset to come in i'm doing a lot of hand gestures with my left hand off camera uh, but uh, so it's it's setting yourself up to save time mm -hmm. because it's going to set it up for you and you just have to do a couple little uh, tweaks a, little, a couple little tweaks just to get it to exactly your style and if you have no idea what your style is because that was me for like four years um mess around like f do do different you get a couple little presets here get um you can see if you like more of the lighter brighter style or the darker style yeah or if you like the classic like uh true to color style um which i i feel like that's kind of where i ended up landing was more true to color on the darker side um, yeah yeah and I like mine always. <laughs> so I call mine classically romantic because I'm, or light and bright because I'm not light and airy and mm -hmm. obviously I'm not dark and moody. Um, but um, I also like mine to be shiny. Does that make, I don't know if that makes sense. Shiny? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> like, like their skin? No. I don't, I don't like know. Like the photos themselves? Yeah. Uh, that's the only way I can describe it, and that's how it makes sense in my head. Okay. And I accomplish that with, with my like. With your presets. I do. Nice. I accomplish it better. Like when mm. I started using my the presets, I was like, no, this is what I was looking for. Yes. Um, that I've been trying to get to by myself, but I don't have time to dissect every portion of well, Bridge. I use Bridge, which is just a bigger version of Lightroom. Um, so or Lightroom in that, for that matter. I don't even have time to learn Lightroom mm. um, because I'm old school and Lightroom wasn't a thing <laughs> when I started shooting, so uh, <laughs> but, um, but I don't have time to dissect everything to figure out exactly what I'm missing, you know? Right. I wanted to dissect my presets and figure out exactly what it is that makes them shiny in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to. But um, yeah, look at look, look at my look pictures at and and I see if like you I can understand see, what I mean. I can kind of see like in my mind like a lot of your black and white photos. Oh, I, I've been using my that black and white uh, that black and white preset. I've been using that for years, like nice. years and years. That is an it's an Aaron Toll preset. Yes, it's an Aaron Toll preset, which Aaron Toll is a newborn photographer in hmm. um, the Washington area. Um, she, Port, well, she's like Washington, Port, Oregon area. Um, but I'm Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, but I've been following her and if you may know Rachel Vanavent, they're like besties if you're a newborn photographer or know of the newborn photography world. You know, each, each set of photography has its own like famous photographers mm -hmm. <laughs> and but that's like that's cool that you use some newborn presets yes oh for your couples that black and white preset I, is my favorite yeah i'd never really thought to look outside of the wedding photography industry for 
presets. But of course, yeah. there's going to be good presets in any different uh, like subgenre. Well, yeah, I bought it when I was still a newborn photographer, and it, it's that been my black sense. and white. Um, yeah, it's been my black and white preset since I was a newborn photographer, and I just love it so much. So I just, I've used it for years, and I don't deviate. Every once in a while, I try to change it up, and then I hate it, and so I'm like, why, why am I trying to change it? I love my preset. I'm going to keep it. I mm -hmm. love it. Hey, y'all. Quick break to share with you one of our sponsors and someone that I use every single week, and that is ShipStation. They are a web-based shipping app that makes shipping your products and prints Super easy. If you have an online store, you can integrate ShipStation with your e-commerce site, and then it'll automatically create your shipping labels as soon as someone makes a purchase, saving you time and money and reducing room for human error because, you know, I've filled out those wrong addresses before. And if you're like me and you don't have an e-commerce site, but you still ship prints and welcome packages and albums to your clients pretty regularly, you can create and print shipping labels on your own without having to go to the post office and take it from a father of two toddlers. That sounds amazing. You also get a free stamps.com account with your subscription, which just between us, don't tell stamps.com, your ShipStation membership is actually less expensive than stamps.com is for every month. So you're kind of getting a pretty good deal there. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash ShipStation to get your free one-month trial. If you like it, you can sign up for as low as $9 a month, and that includes up to 50 shipments and branded labeling and packaging slips. So check out ShipStation at lightdarkco.com slash ShipStation and make ship happen. Cool. Yeah. I don't have a lot of presets. Um, actually haven't, I don't think I've purchased any. I've received a few free presets from uh, workshops that I've attended or conferences or just, um, you know, people who are releasing their presets and they're like, hey, you know, give me your email address and I'll send you this one free. And if you like it, then buy the whole pack. Yeah. Um, but I am like, I'm currently looking at some, uh, develop presets mm -hmm. that I like. Right. Uh, I don't know the names of them cause sure. I'm just like looking. Um, and then also Jacob Loafman just came out with, or mm. just like probably six months ago, but he came out with a new pack of presets and they are, uh, they're very interesting. They have a lot of uh, like noise and mm, all right. Um, so kind of filmish. Yeah, yeah a little okay. more filmish. Um, yeah. Not sure if he shoots on film. He might. Who knows? Uh, but he's Aaron Tolles. A lot of hers are very film like as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, where whatever kind of preset you're going with, or if you're creating your own, mm -hmm. um, and if you don't know how to do that, like. You can you can YouTube it. You it's can, super easy. That's what I did, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I could mm -hmm. save my own. Yeah. Oh, um, totally. I do also, all the time. be careful looking for presets, because mm -hmm. um, pretty much everyone is is selling presets these days. Um, it used to just be the big names, but now uh, yeah, any, it's easy to make. It's yeah, it's easy to make your own. Um, but just kind of look at them, uh, see if they have any before and after photos. Mm -hmm. That's always of, really helpful. Yeah, but a lot of the preset places will actually let you send in images for them to do a tester. Yeah. So you can actually send in your own image and say, hey, test your presets on it. 
and they'll send you back those so you can see what your images would look like with their preset on it. So mm -hmm. I think that if you're gonna purchase a preset, you should do that first and foremost to see if even like baseline, that's gonna be something that you would consider, you know? Right. So Yeah, because I, I, I have um, in a couple Anchor and Veil uh, black and white presets. And there are a couple of them that are great. Like they're right in there with my style, but a couple of the others are super dark and mm -hmm. like very contrasty, mm -hmm. um, which is not really my style, but is more of of their style. Yeah. Um, so that's that's good that um, you know to uh, you can test out your own because if I, I mean I got those for free. I don't even know if they sell them, but um, but if I was looking for a preset, that would be great to be able to send in one of my photos and just see if. You know, oh, this one's going to be super dark and the shadows are going to be all black. Yeah. So I'm not going to purchase this preset. Maybe I'll go up one. Yeah. Um, and just kind of play around. And I'd say even my black and white presets, I still have to tweak. And I've been using it for years. But it gets me the base mm. that I want. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that we need to... See, I told you it was going to be a fast one. It is, it is a, a very quick episode. Uh <laughs> But, we've, I mean, we've had a lot going on today. We did a full light dark yeah, work day. Yeah, I mean this. We've got our workshop coming up next week. This, well, today. Today will be. Today. When we're this episode. In the future. Yeah, when this episode hits uh, Spotify and iTunes and all the places, it will be the day. Um, we are meeting with our workshop attendees tonight and we are starting our workshop in Waco and it is going to be amazing. And if you're we, on Facebook live right now, we mean next week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching us live right now, we're not or, actually in Waco <laughs> or later, you know, the, the 10th that is, the that's live. I'm spilling it on myself. Just bathing in Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So I think that was good. Um, I think so. yeah, that's yeah. our thoughts on presets yeah. and uh, we hope you maybe learned something from them and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The biggest thing that I learned was that it is not a one click fix to any of my photos. Absolutely. Uh, that if, when you buy a preset, you're still going to have to, you know, uh, tweak the settings a little yeah. bit and, and get it where you need it. Um, also, this topic was, I mean, as Rachel read earlier, was sent to us from one of you yes. listeners. Um, so if you ever have a topic that you want us to talk about, uh, send us a message. You can DM us on Instagram at uh, lightdarkco, mm -hmm. or you can send us a message on the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook, um, or you can find us at kroger and stop us in the aisles and be like hey talk about this on your podcast and we will because Absolutely. i mean we we're making this for you uh we want to help you out uh so let us know what you want to talk about and I mean, we'll shout you out yeah we will so thanks leah black photography uh, i think that's about it do we want to do a quick version <laughs> of what we're loving even I know we, we just, just recorded. <laughs> we just recorded on Saturday. Yeah. So has it changed? What, is, what have you been loving in the last uh, 48 hours? The magicians? Oh, actually, I've been watching, or I've been listening to um, the podcast. Uh, the the Disorganized Crime? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I still have, I think That's I'm good. on the last episode that is up. 
right now. It's yes. so good. It's so interesting. Have you started the Justin Long podcast yet? No. Okay. I'm still. Either. I gotta finish this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a story, you know. Is it? Yeah, it's. And it's I'm, not. I'm like invested. A, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. invested. Yeah, I. So many oh no! I listened to probably like four episodes of the My Favorite Murder podcast last night. Mm, I can't do it. It was so Too good. Much. And uh, you have nightmares. How do you even? You did that at night. I can't even do that. How oh yeah, I did that at night, and uh, and there was there was someone around like one o'clock this morning who was getting into her car outside and I thought they were in my bathroom. You were I, hallucinating again, weren't you? I was hallucinating you? and uh, yeah, so it's a great podcast if you want to be a little anxious and feel like someone's out to get you. Or if you just sure, really love fantastic. crime and murder and those stories. There's one that they told you recently. You love murder. <laughs> I do love murder. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's uh, it's very, that's my brand. Uh, to, very murder. I love weddings and I love murder. <laughs> yeah. From from weddings oh, to crime Julie, scenes, Julie's I will take here. photos. Julie's here. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I I really haven't been listening to much else than my favorite murder, um, and no. I I watched another episode I of Magicians. That's that's about it. Yeah. Oh, so, the magicians. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I um I watch magicians while I'm working out in the morning, and it mm. uh, when I'm doing my cardio. Mm-hmm. It keeps me going. Yes. When I'm like when I'm working out, so I work out either at the gym, the True Fit gym, or at Tone 360. So when I'm doing mm. Tone 360, I can't watch it because. Right. Yeah. But I couldn't make it to a class time today, so I went early to yes. go get a workout in. Yes. Trying to be better about Ooh. getting in the gym. Oh. What I'm loving is last week's SNL, not like two days ago's oh. SNL, but the one from the before one you were talking about. with Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. I need to go and watch that one. It was really good. I really liked his uh, undercover boss as Kylo Ren, and uh, yeah. So I'll if you if you one. like SNL, you're probably gonna like it. If you like Adam Driver, you're definitely gonna like it. his monologue was spot on. Spot on. One of the best monologues. Like it was very uncomfortable and fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely have to go check it out. Yes. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we'll be back here next week uh, for another episode. We record these live on Facebook in our Facebook group, the Light and Dark Photography Podcast Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search what I just said on Facebook, or you can go to lightdarkco.com slash joinfb to join our Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram at lightdarkco. You can follow me, John Mansfield, at uh, allheart photo on Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me Rachel Driscoll at Rachel Driscoll D-R-I-S-K-E-L-L Yes. Not like the Driscoll Hotel. Not like the Driscoll Hotel. Sad day. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll uh, we'll see y'all then. Alright. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.